The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring. Get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms. Talk about your John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says, I just whipped your ass. <laughs> what is that? What, what? That's obviously. I mean, it has to do with wrestling. Uh, yeah. Obviously, so that, I don't. I don't know if you're into pro wrestling at all or not. Um, but culturally, mm-hmm. you've probably seen or heard of the phrase Austin three sixteen, mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. That was the promo he cut on Jake the Snake Roberts that came to define Austin three sixteen. Sean Jake the Snake Roberts is famously a born again Christian. And okay. he brought that back on his second run in the WWF, apparently annoyed everybody. And so Steve Austin, when he beat him, kind of got a little harsh with it. And uh, it, he it, made came, his own it verse. became the beginning of his rise to the top. So Okay, amazing. That was, that's a, that was really good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> oh, no problem. Love it. All right. So this is I Need God Pod. This is God Lover Kyle speaking. And today I'm with... Jen, Reverend Jen, and King James Fundy. They are a duo YouTubers who kind of like observe, analyze, and then write essays, video essays basically about like um, conservative (laughs) Christian fundamentalist media figures and internet like icons kind of. Um, Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having us. We are so pumped. <laughs> yeah, so for people who just don't know you at all, like how would you describe like who you guys are online? We're are kind of like the No, James told me I need to be humble, but I was going to say we're the heroes of the Fundy Star community. <laughs> well, I said humble. Yeah, no. Well... I think that's fair. <laughs> fair to say. We are kind of the voice of the opposition of these, um, the newest generation of these fundamentalist and evangelical influencers. And when we came on the scene, there really wasn't anything like this. Um, there might have been some pages about the Duggars, but like, this is brand new and it's just really been crazy because, um, I, yeah, I used to work at, um, a place called Crumble. I don't know if you know about that, but it's a mm-hmm. Mormon owned, uh, like cookie. okay wow um and so i used to like have this double life i would work there and then i'd have to come home and make videos about mormons um oh my god yeah we really do serve to like give commentary what'd you say uh i we we curate 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 a lot of stuff that's going on in the world it's really hard to keep up with like the fundamentalists and the in all the religious news and all the politics and how they all interplay we try to curate some of it so it's easier to deal with and you can kind of have yeah. pull the lesson out in an easier more approachable way yeah like his yeah. james goes at it with at the political angle 
Uh, but okay. I, I, of course, talk about politics in mine, but definitely not as in-depth as he does. Um, he, like, talks mm-hmm. specifically about these politicians, what district they're in, what their voting uh, history right. is, all their scandals. And then yeah. I'll hit you with uh, the religious figures because it's really all one and the same. It, it might as right. well be the same thing. So it's a nebulous. It's a context. network of... Yeah, there's and a I, lot going on in that. Talk a lot about the the Fundy Friday cinematic universe, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Uh, because they're all they all know each other in right. some way it, or another, and they're all trying to uh, take away your rights. So and they're right. covering they're, for each other, and they're, they're kind of all connected to the same apparatus, whatever it is yes. that's happening. I see you guys as kind of like sociologists, and anthropologists, anthropologists. <laughs> And, yeah, because, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I guess, like, people listening may hear that and say they identify as evangelical or Christian may feel like you are out to, like, stop people from, uh, like, experiencing their spirituality, but that's not really true. Like, you do, I just started trying to watch some of your guys' videos, <laughs> and it's, like, it's done with care. Like, you do care about the well-being of these people, genuinely. Um, so it's not malicious what you guys do at all, in my opinion. Do yeah, people we... see it that way. Uh, well, the right-leaning people who would be fundamentalists, no, they don't like it. But um, yeah. yeah, I do really try to be respectful and like empathetic and see where people are coming from because I don't have any type of religious background. I've been okay. uh, kind of atheist since I was like ten, um, okay. and my mom was a lapsed Catholic, and like she she never like sat me down and like told me why I was saved. She just kind of like. Here's God. He made the mm-hmm. world, and He's great. Like that was it. That was you didn't, didn't go have to any... get like first communion. Or I go never to went to church. Anything. I only the only time I ever set foot in a church was when I went to Girl Scouts. I see. <laughs> and like we even did this little prayer uh, <laughs> when we would get our snack, and it was we thank you for this food, Lord, for Mom oh. and Dad and you. And we would be freaking Adam's <laughs> family. But that's like oh. my only religious indoctrination I ever had. So yeah, that's why I come at it from the anthropological perspective and I'm just trying to like understand and like I know that spirituality can be good for some people. I just don't yeah. have any. So I'm like you, a okay. lot of times like I'll defend like inter inter Christian beefs. Like uh-huh. a lot of fundamentalists don't like new age people or mm. charismatics or Calvinists or whatever. And I'm always mm-hmm. like, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't actually care. Right, you're just so there to I take want, notes. Yeah, I just want yeah. to make sure people aren't being abused. Like right. it's really not that complicated. Yeah, um, and Someone I get a lot of people, <laughs> and I'm I'm not worried about what being excommunicated. Yeah. Right, you don't have a stake what are they going to do to me? Yeah, like you don't have a real stake well, in gonna... it, but you do stake <laughs> your life in it at the same time because it's what you do. Oh yeah. Um, this most recent Paul and Morgan episode, I had like a long mm. speech at the end talking about how like. I have a lot more in common with the person I'm making a video about than otherwise. And I'm like, we all are technically in the same job and we kind of talk about the same thing. But yeah. I'm trying to give the uh, opposite. Because it's yeah, also someone like, has to show up and say those things. Like you, It's not that you're necessarily in opposition to it, but you're contributing to it. You are oh, yeah. uh, engaged, and like people are listening to what you're saying and watching your videos to find out what you're saying about them. I'm sure. So it's like, especially you... with this most recent one. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me honestly a lot like classic YouTube days. Um, yes, where like all of this discourse was happening, and like people uh, were getting into it, like uh, defining culture through it. Honestly, and I feel like you're redefining 
like evangelical culture a little bit through your engagement, which I think is so interesting, like such an interesting role that you've taken. I've on. had, I, I have something to say about that. Cause you are not kidding. It is so interesting. And this just happened to me a couple of weeks ago and it, it blew me away. Um, so we were researching some topic. I can't even remember what it was, but, um, I Googled a top. We were like, you were like trying to find a clip or something that we couldn't find. Oh. And I just started Googling and Googling. And finally I was like, here, I've got a promising link. I think I've got something. And I click on it. It was her. She oh. wrote it. There's been a couple times a, where I've been the only source for something. And he, I like found it yes. like on Reddit. Yeah. And I'm like, we've accidentally become a primary source on a couple Are of we archivists now? Like, Do we yes. have lost media? <laughs> it's I mean, very strange. It is strange because evangelicalism is uniquely American and such a huge part of American life mm-hmm. and culture and politics, like you said. And yet there is no one on a cable news network who is reporting on these kind of... It's almost like I like that it's somewhere between like news reporting and entertainment reporting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Where like you're doing Absolutely. something... You're doing kind of a lot, I feel like, but... Yeah, I feel it's you are the source of a lot of this information. So thank you, honestly. I think it's really oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I, I, going back to what you had talked about earlier about how we do try to approach it with care. I think another part of that is the fact that we both grew up in the the Midwest. This is okay. This is a very hot area for it. I didn't realize how many, like, yeah. how it's weird to have this many like denominations mm-hmm. because we just got back from Utah. To visit Uh our friends, and uh, everything was Mormon. And I was Uh. like, can you imagine if any other state had one religion throughout the whole place? Like a dominant church. But yeah, we have all kinds of stuff. But but we have a bunch of small home churches. My my bet, and like Jen, I grew up relatively non-religiously. My family flirted with it for a while, but never anything serious. And my two best friends growing up in in high school were um, a liberal Presbyterian and a conservative Southern Baptist. And uh-huh. and there was me in the middle, and I said I, I went to a lot of lock-ins with a lot of different beliefs, just because that's what I was doing on a Friday night. Mm. Like, like I got to go to this thing. My parents want me to help out the church. Can you come with me? I'm like, yeah, I'm, got, I'm not going anywhere. You know, it's yeah. you were six hours of me and Jen joke a lot about the the hours of Friday nights we spent watching Comedy Central presents. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that was our religion. Was our religion, <laughs> but. Um, yeah. And so I say that just to say, like, these people are our friends. Like, these were the people I knew. They were my teachers. They were my, they were, some of them are in my family. Like, we, a lot of that comes from a very natural, like, I think, empathy and appreciation. Not necessarily, again, for the abuses in the church, but for the fact that, you know, it can look a lot of different ways. And you can be friends with people who, you know, before you even realize what their beliefs are. Yeah. And their beliefs far, you know. You guys are open, you know? Like, you've always had an openness to curiosity about it. Like, you said you worked at this Mormon cookie shop. Like, you have a foot in. Like (laughs) He worked at a church. And you you see it from the inside. And even though you may not (laughs) believe necessarily or, you know, it still teaches you something and shows you something about humanity. I think it's, yeah, yeah, it's freaking awesome that, like, we... That's one thing that unites all humans is this need for this, like, spiritual or, like, just these answers. Meaning. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, some people, you know, their religion Some people get it from Comedy Central. Yeah, but... And I think it's... I've always said, like, I'm jealous of some religious people because I'm, like, I would like to not be afraid to die. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I would like to have some answers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a great thing, honestly, in in some ways. Like, 
what they have. Community, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people um, when they a lot of people when they leave, you know, religion, it's like the the main big problem that they now have is they don't have any friends now. Right. Or like, you know, they if you're relying on church members for your child care or your um mm. since the church is so big on uh anti socialism, yeah. they're mm-hmm. like they want you to come to the church for social welfare and not the government. So yeah. they're like Come to our food bank. Let's not right. talk about this UBI stuff. Let's. Yeah, what are you right. talking about? <laughs> we should just do this. Yeah, it should be relegated to them only. It's interesting what you're saying about like going to Utah and seeing how it's like a religious state, and like it makes yeah. me think like in Europe that's still a thing where it's like everyone in some European countries is just the same religion. It becomes culture. So it's like interesting mm-hmm. how religion and beliefs and culture are so linked and I think that's something you do well with your channel too is just showing mm-hmm. like the cultural effects of what they believe sometimes they're harming themselves through their own beliefs um, yeah George Santos <laughs> we both grew up watching it be you know very pervasive and harmful and it it's part of our culture like just because it's so invasive you know so enmeshed in our area and I was yeah. just thinking like no, I'm not religious, but like uh, the American evangelical culture is so, I mean, it's part of my culture too. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like I went to uh, Christian rock concerts as a teenager. Like I get some (laughs) of this stuff. Uh, My school did uh, no sex ed, like enforcing modesty and stuff. And we were secular. So it's like, it is affecting everyone, whether or not you're in the religion. So it might as well be. Like, right? I mean, we're all affected it needs by to be talked it, right? About. It needs to be talked about. Well, a lot of the stuff that is fundamentalism is also just white supremacy, and right. so it's like it's a lot more important than just surface level. And right. I'm glad that people are finally catching on to it. And my oh, my yeah. on my ch- <laughs> recently been looking at my analytics. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty much like the queen of millennials, apparently. So um, a lot of them are deconstructing right now. A lot of them are having their own kids and realizing just how fucked up their upbringing was. And a lot of people are, you know, now getting good jobs and can afford therapy. And um, mm-hmm. it's just really been a reckoning for the the church. And, you know, like, deconstruction's the hot word right now around evangelicals. They're like, how dare they? It's a sexy concept. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our free episode. If you want to listen to the full thing, there are 45 more minutes available on our Patreon at patreon.com slash I Need God. We talk about televangelism, LGBTQ politics, religious deconstruction, and the fundy snark community. Jen and James share their favorite fundies, and then we do a Q&A with audience questions. Um, it's all on our Patreon, patreon.com slash I Need God. You can unlock this episode for just $3. If you want to unlock every episode, it's $5. And then if you want to join our angel tier, you'll get your name listed at the end of the episode, and we'll pray for you. So these people really keep the lights on here and uh make sure that i could make more episodes for you guys we do two a month and they're just all about different religious and spiritual topics so if you want uh say a prayer just close your eyes and let us pray for allison white carson reeves casey colin g dakota garcia jenna sarah kylie Gurley, neve parker nicole saucerman nicole gautier tori folk and Tyler Hill. Lord, hear our prayer.